G Money. Yo. What's up, man? What's going on? Back at it? Yeah, back at it again. Yeah, yeah. What's good? How you feeling? I'm good. What's up with you, man? You all right? I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a, a guest in here in the building, man. You know, OG, but you know, we ain't going to introduce him yet, talk to him yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's waiting, punctual. He told me he got things to do. Fancy Facts. nigga shit at his finest. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? My getting to it, you Who's know. Your, so you took the kids somewhere in some fancy place. With we went to the um, museum of ice cream in the city. Oh, pretty dope spot for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Is it nice? What they what they talk about? How the ice cream was made? Nah, it's, just, ice cream. <laughs> like, it's always some shit. Like, like nah, it's, it's not even like that. You, you pay one price, you get to go in. There's different levels, of different rooms. Like it's like a bunch of like photo op rooms. You can go take pictures. Videos. They give you ice cream. You get free ice cream the whole time. Unlimited as much as you want. Each room, different ice cream, different flavors. Sherbert? Huh? Sherbert, sorbet, sorbet. Uh, I don't know what that is. I never ate ice cream. I don't like ice cream. You never ate ice cream before ever in your nah, life? Nah, when I was a kid, I eat sherbet. Nigga, I call it sherbet, but it's orange. I think it's called sorbet. A sorbet or whatever. I don't know nothing about that. It's like icy. There's no dairy in it, I don't think. Ice cream is disgusting, bro. Nah, you're wild. Ice cream is disgusting, but, they, but that's, so that's what you did with the kids. Yeah, I took them over there. It's good. Is, is, and the kids are fine, family good? It's good, right good. Yeah. Bassy in the building, Tati Tuesdays in here. Facts. And all that. And, and we good, man. And we'll get to our guests. But you, let's, let's get to it then. You know what I'm saying? Tired, man. I'm tired, but I'm not. I'm, I'm tired. You tired. He tired. I'm gonna get Everybody at you, tired man. today. What are we going to turn up? Yeah, I'm going to turn up on him. <laughs> He's the man, you know. Because he told me behind the scenes that. He, you know, he did. Uh, he was on stage before. Tired. He still had to perform. So facts. He had to, you know, still got to, to rock out. Facts. So facts. You can't talk to the guy because we didn't introduce him yet. Facts. You know what I'm saying we introduce him. <laughs> hey, yo, and I mean, I'm gonna ask, but G Money, yo, episode two two six, nigga, nigga we, we made, made it. it. We got a special guest, yes sir, the OG, triple OG, triple OG, <laughs> legend, stuck to his script, stuck to his vision, mm. didn't didn't miss a step, didn't change for no one. Been doing comedy before we were born. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Never duplicated, mm. but they try to duplicate him. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, trying to sound, I'm trying to sound cool here. Like that. <laughs> I'm trying to sound cool here. But one of the best out here. Um, and you know, people that we look up to, when they step on that stage and you original and you stick to your guns and you and, and you can relate to him and be relatable. That's what matters. Mm. Round of applause for my man, the legend, T.K. Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, man? How you doing, family? Hey, yo, is that you on, on YouTube? Somebody, somebody got your name on YouTube that be commenting. That's they not you. Rocking it. That's you? No, it's not me. I, was, I just asked him that to say it. Yeah, it's not me. I got somebody impersonate me. You ain't say nothing about it? Yeah, try. Try to take it down and everything. There's nothing we could do. Yo, he be in everybody comments. Yeah, because he, he asked me before the show, he's, he's like, yo, how'd you guys, like, you know, what made y'all want to be even, even on the show? I was like, yo, at first we thought you were in the comments for a second because mm-hmm. a while ago there was somebody using the name and the comments crazy. Like, yo, whatever. So we was like, nah, it can't be him because this is just too much now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not me. I ain't got that kind of time. But in a way, it's, it's, it's took on its own momentum, you know, so... We rock around. I only had one little um, situation because he said something to some, some gang members and shit. And they actually called me. And I had explained to them that it wasn't me. And once we started talking, they, they realized it wasn't me. So that was cool. 
And I'm glad it was on the phone because, you know, sometimes in the street, you ain't got your, you don't get a chance to talk. True. You know, so it, it worked out pretty good. But I think the word that now, I mean, especially if I keep talking about it, people know that it's not me. But then the way I, I, I kind of like because all publicity is good publicity. But he be on the first on everybody comments. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what is this? I, I be reading. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? He's exactly. like, I told this person. Like, he basically said, I told this person to do this. I made this person right. do this. Right, because I, the thing that started, when I started with Vlad, and I was talking about how I started D.L. Hughley and Mike Epps and et cetera, and no one believed until D.L. and them was saying, yo, TK the man. And then that's how it took off. So it, it, it was shocking people, but no one had truly believed me because I looked young. So if I told everybody I look like Dick Gregory, I had a gray beard, and I was fragile, you'd believe that I did shows with Nelson Mandela, I toured with Madonna, you know, things of that nature. When Nelson Mandela got out of prison, I was his um, MC and open neck at, at the LA Forum in Los Angeles, California, you know, hung out with my man um, hmm. Johnny Cochran and all that kind of shit. So me and Johnny Cochran used to go to the same barbershop um, on La Brea in Los Angeles, California, and I was in college and just shared a lot of great information with me throughout his whole life. And just, just been, it's been a great journey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's been a great journey. Good I got journey. a great life, so, you know, been at the right place at the right time. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> how many years you been doing comedy? 39. 39 years. Yes, sir, 39 years. How old are you? I'm 62. What? Yes. Crazy, yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, TK. Thank What's you up, so man? Much. Happy what birthday! Happened, man? Well, happy birthday, man! Yeah, thank you, player. <laughs> you not telling niggas it's your birthday? Oh, I, I always move in silence. I told them earlier, but it's every day my birthday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you for sixty-two? Happy 62. birthday, man! Salute, salute. What you drinking? I uh, just enjoy life, yo. I, oh, I'm about to get him. I like you. Don't let me get you. OG. Yeah, I just enjoy life. OG, what you come on? What's up? What's the I, secret, no, no, man? I just, I just enjoy life. No stress. You got a certain diet you go by or something? Like that? I, you, you, know, you, know, you know, I started out in Jersey City, New Jersey, track star. So even to this day, I still take care of myself, you know. I'm mm -hmm. disciplined, you know. So it's, it's, it's just a matter of mindset and how you move through life and who you associate yourself with, you know. You look good, man. Well, thank That's you, sir. Good. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, you do. God bless you. <laughs> we go. We gonna take it back. You know, we, we yes. have a, a method that we use up here. Where we, before, you know, we get to the now, we take it back. So okay. You know, I'm gonna have my man G Money. You know, he he he's the expertise into diving into the personal life of the others. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, um, like you said, you know, you, we don't comedy thirty nine years. You know, let's slow down a little bit. Let's go back to before the comedy. Let's, let's talk about TK as a child growing up. Where mm -hmm. you from? Where you were raised? You know how how you were as a kid, family. Let's, let's go to that. Let's go to that uh, picture. Yeah, the, the thing with my family was just a wholesome middle class family. My mother, father was together. Mm -hmm. um, ran track and field, but you know I had tragedies in my um, growing up. My my youngest brother died. Well, my dad died first when I was fourteen. He was thirty five years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, drowned in Staten Island and um, swimming. Then my brother died um, maybe 10 years. He also died at 35 years old. Um, then my youngest brother died, and then my mom died. So my family was all gone before I was um, 45 years old. So my whole family was gone. So hmm. um, just kept in stride. You know, I had a lot of great um, things going on in my life. I think track and field was um, um, 
a place of release and tension. Mm -hmm. Then from that started doing um, stand up comedy, and then I got I was in the streets for a while. And um, even though I didn't need the money, I was just it was just something that um, I was doing. But when I get to this age and I see the delivery I have on stage, when I see the knowledge that I drop, is because um, the universe prepared me for this. And what I mean by that is the information I talk about on stage, if you haven't been through nothing, you can't teach nobody nothing. Mm. So my journey and the things that I did go through was for me to able to sit and be able to talk and give knowledge to people who are willing to listen. All right, so let's, let's go back a little, because you kind of sped through the whole, real quick. Mm -hmm. So I saw online you from Jersey, but then I also saw something about Compton, so let's clarify that. Yeah, you, so you, you I were, gave you the, you said about childhood. So mm -hmm. Compton came when I was an adult. Okay. So since you want to be technical, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you so I don't feel like I'm in court. Because that's what you sound like. I feel like I'm at the fucking probation here. You are. You know? Yeah, no, sure. no. No, we're not. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't even want my mind to think like that. But Compton came into play because when I started doing stand-up comedy, I was just a man of ambition. I'm going to use that word, ambition. So I started doing stand-up, but then I'm hanging with some of the people who are getting, they start, new edition. I'm hanging out with them. I'm hanging out with Bobby Brown. I'm hanging out with people from MCA Records back in the day. Um, and then I'm just meeting everybody. I'm hanging out, I'm at the right place at the right time, all the parties as a college kid. But then I'm meeting everybody, Babyface before, um, what's the group Babyface is in? With the, where they had the, the Jerry Curls and all that kind of shit. L.A. Reed when they was young, like mm -hmm. I know we. That's how far I go back. I know these guys, um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like I'm, I'm in that era. I've gotcha. seen all these guys' lives change over the years. And um, one day, because of Al Heyman, who's now the manager of Floyd Mayweather, business manager, he was a concert promoter in '80s, and. Um, I hosted a concert with I'll Be Sure, Tina Marie, um, and um, Bobby Brown, and Keith Sweat. And during that day, I met a gentleman um, who had just released the album. His name was Easy E, and mm. me and Easy E hit it off. And next thing I knew, him, I was hanging out in Compton, um, did all the videos, went on a national tour, straight out of Compton. We even had before before he died on the table. We had a thing called Ruthless Comedy. Because Def Jam had their thing, but I was already thinking ahead. So I had talked to Jerry Heller and Easy E, and we was gonna start Ruthless Comedy, but he passed away. Mm. Is the group the group called the Dealy, the Deli? Um, the Babyface, like Babyface, L.A. Reed. Yeah, that's them. The D E E L E. Yeah. Yeah, I never yeah, heard of shit like that. Yeah, that was way back in the day. Like, you know about that. He was some old. He was some old nigga shit. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> you absolutely. don't look like it, but you was some old shit. Yeah, that's, that's how far I go back. That's fire. So, yeah. So, so, real quick, <clears throat> you born and raised in Jersey, Jersey City, Jersey City, and when you were, how many siblings did you have? You said you had a brother, an older brother, and younger brother, older and younger brother. Yes, I was the middle child. Okay. And your family, what did mom do? Um, my mom was just a book a bookkeeper. My dad worked at a warehouse. Dad worked at a warehouse. Yes, but but middle class. It was yeah, just uh -huh. And 
In Jersey City, how, what, what, what was the environment like back oh, then? Oh, it was nice back then. This was in the 70s. So I left in 1979 before it went crazy. So it was clean? Yeah, it was clean. Absolutely. Any racism over there back then? Um, if it was, I wasn't paying attention to it because I was always busy. Got it. Yeah, Got it. always busy. And what type of child were you as a kid, though? I'm a good kid. You know, I wasn't a straight-A student. I was like CD type nigga, you know. But I was a running fool. So when you run, you got talent, you know, that it, it, it paves the way for you so I could run. So I um, came over here in the 70s, won um, the Melrose Games at Madison Square Garden, you know, ran down to Penn Relays, won state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, as a sophomore, I was one of the fastest um, quarter miles in the country. Ran with Carl Lewis, Ronaldo Skeets, Nehemiah, Butch Wolfer got a Westfield Bloomfield who played for the Giants. That's how far I go back. Mm. You were fast. Oh, I was that dude, yo. <laughs> but I ran everything from the hundred yard dash to the mile. See, I ran everything. Not the mile is crazy. I ran the hurdles. I ran the two mile relay. I ran the four by one. I ran. Mm. The, I did it all. Medley. I did four hundred in high school, like two years. Yeah. That's about it, though. You, the mile and the hurdles is a little crazy. Yeah, I, I can I see. I'm looking at your shoulders. I'm not impressed. You didn't have to do it. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't as good as you in track. No, I, I can ran, tell. I, I can just look at I you ran. and tell you didn't have it in you. you I, know, I, like, you know, no, I'm messing chill with out, you. Man. I got a few trophies. Like I, 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 I got a few medals. I'm just yeah. messing with you. I ran Pimmy Lays also for, for a year. I, you I, ran Pimmy Lays? I, I, I ran Pimmy Lays. All right, cool, cool, cool. What year? Oh, three. Oh, man. What What? race? The four by four. Okay, yeah. what was your time? Uh, I was at that time. I was doing probably like fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Oh, you no disrespect. <laughs> you already know what I'm saying. It's okay. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't. So I played ball first. Track was like a little just extra. Just like, okay, you know what I'm saying. But you so, ran a fifty-seven. Yeah. At pins. Yeah. What that, what that mean? I, that means he's slower than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that mean. <laughs> Yo, His ass is hey, slow. Hey, stop! <laughs> Don't talk about my friend like that hey, now. Hey, hey, what <laughs> can I tell you? I know you better strike the proper tone. <laughs> hey, what's up with you, man? I was there, though. I was there. Nah, I was there. Don't tell him all that story, I, I, G. I was there. I was there, man. <laughs> he said, What was your shit then? Oh, homie, I, I, I was the dude, yo. Probably like 55. 55 is looking good. For, 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 for the 400? Girls run so 50, what was 40, that I was running 46, 47. Well, was I, I went to Arizona State. Not for no, I don't know 400. On the regular, the regular track, not not the mini, the regular track. I'm talking about the regular track. 400. You was doing 47. Nah, Easy. You, you that fast? Yeah. What are you talking nah. about? With Arizona State, they my don't boy, give scholarships to. My kids. boy was doing like 50 something. He was the number one in, in the state at the time. Y'all, I don't know what division y'all was in. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all must have been in the, in the special air class yo, or something. Yo, stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my man. We but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing no, the connection. No you know, now what? when you get loud, nah, I see no two special air kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, see how you now? See how you get all the air coming out your lungs? You see nah, what I'm saying? Like, stop with the leather hat. I'll I'm get just, you. It's, just, not, it's not back in the do days. You, do you really want to go toe-to-toe with me? Let's go. Let's do it. No, no. I just want to. No. I do. I do. No, I don't think you want to do that. Because you're retired. Yeah, do, no, I, 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 I would never I stop. I promise you, you would quit. I'm from Queens. I would never you know, stop. You're like, you know what? Fuck that. That nigga got me. Never. <laughs> you, you are funny. 
But that's old. We ain't, come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Catch yeah, up yeah. to yourself. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Stop playing. Yeah, I'm not here One to go more, to I'm going to get you. I, I, get I'm, you I'm, in them I'm, damn boots. I'm prepared. I'm going to get you in but that house. I'm going to explain to you why you don't know about these boots. Explain. I'm not going to like that. Because you can't see that far, and you don't know what these what I have on. Tell me what you had on. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to. Steel toes? No, no, no. Oh, absolutely not. What? Construction workers? Little Moschino, you know? Mosquito, little mosquito, you know. Yo, you hyping oh, this nigga? No, I'm just saying. But he he ran 1978 Air Force One Max, Jordans. Classics. I, 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 who uh, the fuck? Are you too old to be wearing a classic. What you doing these years, nigga? I was uh, in school. You was a baby. You was a child of the age. Steel toe boots, nigga. What no, you you did, army, no, no, nigga? no. I, I wouldn't wear <laughs> no. I wouldn't wear no steel toe huh? boots. You know, you, this nah. is bullshit. Nah, nah, nah. This is high. You wouldn't feel tall. No, no, no. It's called style. It's called fashion. You wouldn't know that because. You can't see your you can't see your feet because your stomach in the way. Oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? I had surgery. <laughs> Nothing but you getting a BBL, man. <laughs> I got an ESG. What the fuck you getting a surgery <laughs> for? I got an ESG. But you don't want to jog? No, I don't want to jog. You don't want to eat a salad? No, I don't. It's okay. When the last time you ate a salad? Uh, yesterday. You look like it. Yeah, I take see, care of myself. See, you don't your teeth, nigga. Yeah, I, I take care of myself. Look, look, look good. Absolutely. I'm hating on you. It, it, it's okay. It's all right. Old jiggy nigga, yeah, I don't like that. That's what children do to old folks. <laughs> like, that's what we, yeah, yeah. That's what kids do. <laughs> nigga, you about three times my age. Absolutely. Nigga. But I look older than you, don't but, Yeah, you do look older, man. And I'm, while you was talking, I was praying. I said, Lord, <laughs> I hope he gets to be my age. <laughs> because I'm looking at you. You praying for me. This is it. <laughs> uh, this is it. <laughs> Here I stand. Fuck out of here. Uh, I like this. This is a different type of interview. I, listen, I've always wanted to do a podcast where I really laughed, Joe. Because mm. everywhere I go, they I'm so well respected. Every the questions is just so serious, but no one never gets to see me enjoy myself. So I want to say thank you. Now you the man. To, to, that we could do this a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's mm. fun. Like I want to have fun. I don't want. Always serious ass questions about mm -hmm. life. Ain't nobody got to. Man. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you know, but you, you're the man. I think that people, you know, respect you and they hear about it. But yeah, yeah. Also, yes. also, like, like you said, when DL and them came out and and you know acknowledged, yes. that, that that spoke a lot. Yes. How do you feel? About, real quick side note. How do you feel about that? Because a lot of people don't give people their flowers, right? Like it's basically out of sight, out of mind. Nobody give, like if you're in a position, you may not go back and give somebody their credit. So what does that say about their integrity when they did I that? Think, I think that's wonderful. Um, I don't know if it's because of fear or respect, right? Because you, you never know, right? Mm -hmm. But for them to acknowledge it, because sometimes I hate to see whether in rap, R&B, football, Someone gives that person their break. Mm. They blow up. And then they say, I could have did it without you. Mm. That's See, because I have a street mentality. And here's my point. If we was on the streets and I fronted you 20 keys, but I went away. I went on vacation. When I come home, you can't shake my motherfucking hand and say, hey, how you doing? Because the rule is, nigga, with my motherfucking bread. This is a fact. And, and, and a lot of people don't have integrity. A lot of people don't move a certain way. And when someone puts you on, like the way I put my friends on, is it wasn't a FedEx job. It wasn't a store. I, I got you a job at the cleaners. I put people in position that it would change um, the direction of 
their children's children's lives forever. And that's a, that's a phenomenal thing. And two, you have to know your purpose on earth. So I, I knew years ago that my purpose was to help people. So I think I did a fabulous job doing that. I think also you got to be in a position where you're comfortable enough in your skin and your talent to be able to want to help somebody else out because they could, they could surpass you, like you said, and, for, and forget about who put well, them it was, on. I always had a strategy. Um, when I um, bought on Sandra Bullock, Anthony Michael Hall, John Lucasamo, Godfrey, um, D.L. Hughley, see, I was talking raw stand-up comedy in the 80s. To the point a lot of people don't know, when I was on tour with N.W.A., I got banned. So my guys was to get them in movies, get them in television, so that that could pay the way. Because once you're the guy, then you can start calling the shows. Hey, we're going to do this show. We're going to do this. But now... I'm going to sneak in through the cracks because even though I was talking crazy, I felt like I was still funnier than most of the people that I was representing. But um, in this business, you know, people grow. They start going their own separate ways for whatever reasons, and you just got to make a way. And what happened for me, um, I had to sit and wait until the, the game changed, and the game changed because of podcasts. People started getting their own shows. So having your own followers. And now this is equivalent to me being in the 90s when I, if I wanted to be on Arsenio Hall or David Letterman. So shows like you guys, shows like The Breakfast Club, shows like Vlad TV, et cetera. I can go on these shows now and guess what? People find out who I am, which is a blessing. I have a, I have a question. What made you start the management company? How, how did you? Because I like money, you know, and I just... Um, where were you at? Like, I, would, I want to know the process. Well, my head, my, I've always been that way ever since I was like 14 years old. I always believed in making money, always found the way. It's just in my DNA. So I always found the way to, to get that bread. And the thing with the comedians were um, just to put people in position uh, to eat. I mean, I really would have put a lot more comics on, but I got tired of... Um, I'm going to say babysitting, if that makes any sense. Mm. Like the mindset of people. I don't want to be a babysitter. I don't want to, I don't even like talking all the time. I'm, I'm, believe it or not, I'm an introvert until I get on stage. I like being quiet. I'm staying to myself, staying to my thoughts. And then I get on stage, I just release. But um, I'm the kind of man, you got to be a certain individual to be in my presence. That's just how I move. So you so you, you decided to start it, but they said you had you a... Had, uh... D.L. Hughley, Jamie Foxx, and Mike Epps. You yeah, them. everybody. everybody. See, in L.A., everybody came through me because I had like six comedy clubs um, back in the day. So when you was coming up, you had to come through my clubs to get on. So we put people on. I was hard on the comics back in the day. You know, they didn't see it, though, what I was teaching them because I was like, okay, anybody could be funny in L.A., but can you be funny in different parts of the country? And um, everybody got good, and I'm proud to say I was part of that. So what do you mean you was hard on them? Hard on them. Like if they wasn't funny, like I was, like I was talking to your guy, you're like, yo, leave him alone. I would do that to the comedians. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, bow your head. We had a comedian who just died. Shit like that. Jeez. <laughs> who? Now, this is a question. Who, who do you feel that you were hard on that's known? Oh, D.L., um, Godfrey. Like, when I brought Godfrey on, I told Godfrey he was corny. I said, nigga, you corny than a motherfucker. I said, but the world going to love you. 
And he was hard on DL too. Oh yeah, that's why all of them good now. What did you say to DL? Um, don't really remember, but I really gave him the game on discipline. Um, what the rules were once you got successful because most comedians when they get successful they get lazy and what i taught my guys is no matter how successful you get always continue to work because i'm the one believe it or not i got phase on love back in the stand-up comedy because after fridays he was chilling look he did that tv show with um i forgot the other comedian's name you see he did um i'm gonna get you sucker What's the uh, Robert Townsend? Mm -hmm. So he had did a TV show and he was lazy. And me and talked all the time. And I explained to him that he could, he's good, but he could have been much bigger. But he stopped doing stand up when Fridays came out. He slowed down. And I said, Yo, you left, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. What the fuck are you doing? Then he started doing stand up again. Hmm. So are you avoiding, like you said, you said DL, you said, but I, I kept mentioning, I see Jamie Foxx's name, but you're not really elaborating on that. Like, well, Jamie's my man. Me and Jamie's going to do a special together. Yeah, um, he's going to direct it. And, Shout out to Jamie. Yeah, okay. and sh him and Marcus King. He just got back from London the other day. So we, we're in constant communication all the time. All right, good. So we got a special. We're going to probably drop it next year. But I've done my own specials. I have my own network. Um, yeah, it drops on my new special drops July 4th it's called T to the motherfucking K, but we put T to the MFK. So it drops July 4th, um, on all the platforms. But right now you can get it on my network called TK.network. So I do my own thing. Is there anybody that you was rough with back in the days? You say you'll flip, you know, I could have, I could have. I should have done better. I didn't mean to be that rough on him. That took it personal up to this day or this day. I don't really give a fuck about that. I'm not that type of individual. I was you don't, give a fuck. You, don't yeah. feel, you don't feel bad at all. I don't feel bad about nothing. Stop um, lying, TK. I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> you don't feel bad in life. Stop, man. Fam, you just cold hearted motherfucker, huh? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a cold hearted motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I get emotional. I mean, I'm going to snuggle with my bitch at night. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that's the, the most emotional I'm going to get. So you never. Sit down and think and like, damn, I, gotta, I shouldn't have did that. I feel, you don't feel I'm bad. I'm quite sure I probably said it in my head, but I'm the kind of man that if I say something to you, I'm either going to intimidate you or inspire you. It's up to you how you choose it. Like if, even in my stand-up, if you at my show and you got a tooth missing, I'm going to say, why did you choose to come to my show? <laughs> like, where the fuck is your priorities? Like, you, 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 your, you, your bitch let you come to my show? I was like... Yo, baby, I like to go see TK, but you got a tooth missing. Let's catch him next year. <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm like telling you the truth. That's wrong, G. It's, it's comedy, man. G, that's funny to you. Nah, I just, I've, I've seen don't it. Don't let him punk you, dog. I've seen, I've seen, you know, I've seen the clips. He just so he, got he an aggressive voice. That nigga, he, 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 he nice, yo. He's a nice guy, right? Yeah, he's a nice guy. I was on your side. I knew I was on your yeah, side. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He, 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 he colorful, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like dudes like this, hey, dude. Hey, hey, hold on. So, in the notes here that we have here, shout out to G-Money, it said that cause when you were younger, you grew up in, in a kind of a strict household. Like, oh, mama was strict, and you couldn't cross the street. Oh, well, you're doing a joke that, yeah, that's just a joke that I came up with. Yo, G, man, damn. Well, yeah, it, it was, was a, a joke. joke. It, was, it might have yeah, been a joke. It was, it was yeah, a joke. it was a joke. It's a joke. I just talked about how my mom was real strict. So she wasn't you know? strict. 
Yeah, she was strict in a sense. I'm yeah. playing with mom okay. love, bro. Was she strict? Yeah, she yeah, strict? yeah. No, no, no. You think about it. You know, it's been a long time since I was a child. You know? <laughs> <laughs> long motherfucking time. But I guess you could say, yeah, strict to a certain point. Yeah, we used to get our ass with belts and stunt your cords. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see, y'all couldn't no, handle that shit. No, I got hit with that shit, too. You got to you press charges on your mother back. And my day was the way of the world. <laughs> <laughs> we get nah. tied up to the bed and shit, nigga. Oh, nah. how do you, but how, do you, how does that happen? How do you get tied to a bed? The kids don't run? No, no, not in my house. You, you got, yeah. And even if you went to sleep and thought they were, it was going to happen, your mom wake your ass up in the middle of the night because they ain't forget. Yeah. It was just the way of the world. And, and, true. And to true. be honest, and it's, I know this sounds crazy, shit, but right. if they would have, if motherfuckers went to start killing their kids, ass whooping still should be in play to this day. Do you mm. believe in corporal punishment? Absolutely. I fucking do. You do believe yep, in it? Yep, I sure do. So now they have something that go around on podcasts where people doing interviews where they say that, a kid, so I was doing an interview, and they said kids should have voices. They should be able to, they had it in the breakfast club too. A kid should be able to tell you, no, I don't want to do this, or why do I have to do this? Because you're teaching them uh, to be vocal, I guess. Some nonsense. Well, here's the thing. I think parenting has changed in the last 40, 50 years. My daughter's mother has old school parenting, and she has difficulty with my daughter because you can't, there's some kids who are extremely intelligent. They have to be explained why you're telling them what to do. So what I do with my children is that when they ask me, they, when they put me in a situation where I might feel overwhelmed or I have to make a, a choice of a parent, I explain to them and say, listen, I have to think about it because whatever my decision is, I can end your life. So I need to know What's going on? I have to take my time, and I do this because I love you, not because I'm just your parent. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, my goal is to make sure I, I point you in the right direction. And mm -hmm. the reason why we have the mutilation of kids um, getting sex changed is because most parents are with the, are their kids' friends more so than being a parent. So when you're your child's friend, you'll agree to anything, but what people don't think about is you won't let your kid do heroin or fentanyl. You can't drive a car. You can't go to the bar and start drinking. But you allow your child to get a sex change. So, do you, are you, you you believe a parent should not allow their child to have a sex change? I believe that your child is too young to make a decision. Now, if your child still feels his way after 21, 22 years old, then you have to respect their decision. And even though Dwayne Wade bring him up, he do his thing. Reason why we have to talk about it, because he brought his personal life into the world, and when you in when you're um, a, a superstar, you know you when your business is on the street, we have the right to talk about it because you have the ability to influence people, and what I see when I travel the world and I do see gay men and I see do gay women, I say, wow, you know, it goes to show you that. Um, Influence is a very powerful thing. So if I can easily influence you to be something that you're not, that means you also could be influenced to achieve everything that you want in life. It's just that people sometimes, to me, choose another direction. And it's just my, my, my thoughts. So you are, you do respect the people, the LBGTQ community. I respect them. I mean, and here's the thing about the world. We have allowed that situation to go on so long that in America you have to 
say you have to be politically correct so that you don't have no no pushback. But I travel the world and other countries look at America as weak because we are not strong enough to put our foot down to stop something that's detrimental to our children. See, if you took 100 men and 50 women who said they was he or she a day and they died um, 100 years later, you'll have 150 men dead. But see, in this world today, if you have a man with a penis and a, a, a woman with a vagina, you have the ability to change the course of who you are. <clears throat> so you're playing mind tricks. Like, I could walk you outside right now, and I say, hey, fam, you know, I want you to see my Bentley. But it's really a Toyota Camry. And I keep convincing you. You're like, nah, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a motherfucking Toyota. I'm like, nah, nigga. It's a motherfucking Bentley. What the fuck you talking about? I'm convincing you to see something that's really not there. And that's what society has done to people. They have made us believe that this person who was you knew all your life was Timmy. Now his name Terry, and he's in the dress. But he, they want you now to convert your way of thinking to what they are. And that, I think that's just hard on, the, on people. Do, it is. It's extremely hard on a lot of people. But do you feel like, what if the person... Is in agreement. What if the person, like, say Timmy, wants to put on a dress and do that? We, we, you know, that's their free range to do it. This is no, right. no, no. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm saying it's hard to make us believe something that not. Now you could be whoever you want to be. True. But when you try to convince me that you're that, oh, I see what you're you, saying. Okay. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's trying to force you to exactly conform to their way of thinking. Yes, yes. And okay. I think that's wrong. That's where I'm okay. at. Okay. Okay. So, like, you're saying that. If we know a Timmy and Timmy wants to be a Veronica, and you come around like you knew Timmy in life, you should be able to still crack. What's up, Timmy? Like you're a Timmy to me. Right. You shouldn't have to say. You shouldn't have to say. Oh, now you're Veronica, and I'm going to. You feel like they put so much pressure on respecting one yes. decision to absolutely. change their Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's all. It's not against them. I just don't think I should start. I should lie to myself. Because when I was, and that was the thing too. Um, so how I looked at it is that I was in a situation where somebody, you know, came out the closet, but I cracked a lot of jokes with him. Like it's my boy. right, right, right. And then and it's okay with if it's close knit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. It's not, if somebody, the wrong person saw that and it was recorded, yeah, they would they would want to defend the person you was clowning. Yeah, they'll be more mad at me. They'll yes. be more mad than the person. Exactly. So because that's the hey, what's up, man. So we true. use certain slurs, you know, not slurs. We use certain uh hmm, we use certain words that we play around with our friends. Yes, yes. Like, gay or, like if you watch the yeah. Sopranos, yeah. Back then they was calling motherfuckers faggots and killing their ass. They was saying faggots, yo. This only 18 years ago. They were saying they can never say faggot on TV today. Mm. You can't even say faggot. Never. Fag. You can't even say that word on YouTube. And that's crazy, right? When you yeah. think of, I gotta be, as I gotta, they say, I, I, I gotta bleep that word. They yeah, gonna as it. they say, guidelines. And let me prove my point: yeah. how fucked up the world is. See, YouTube, social media show a man getting shot. Mm. It show a carjacking. You'll see multiple murders. You'll see a kid getting shot in school. But say the word faggot. Say the word nigger. Say something. 
aggressive towards someone, they'll block you. They'll take your account away from you. But mm -hmm. yet, social media is a hypocrite because they will actually show somebody getting shot. Hmm. And nobody looks at it that way. You know, in, over the years, people have talked about gangster rap, how it influenced and has convinced people to murder people. But no one talks about the media. See, whether the media is talking about a person getting shot or a mass shooting in different parts of the country, they're really publicizing the shooting. Because from this moment on, watch what I'm about to tell you. When there's a shooting a week, two weeks later, there's another shooting in a whole different part of the country because hmm. that media, that news situation gave the other person confidence to go out now to shoot. That's how crazy the mindset is in this country. Hmm. The media is just as bad. I don't think the media should promote shooting. I don't think if, it, if it's shooting, you should mention it just for a minute, but not give that person a go because they become rock stars overnight. And then you watch the gun shootings. When it's blacks getting shot, they never make it to the police station. When a, a school person sometimes go do shooting, they make it to the police station, have sandwiches, sometimes they stop at Burger King, get something to eat, but blacks don't make it to the jail. Hmm. Sure don't. Speaking about that, the uh, the biases of you know between black and white. Did you see what you know? You, did you watch the game, the LSU game? Yes, yes, I saw that. Iowa? Yeah. How do you feel about what's going on um, pertaining to how the young lady? Um, let me get a name. Yeah, she um, just emulated the same thing the yeah. white girl did, and the country took it. And Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Took Clark it, is the white girl's name. Yeah. Took it to um, a, a level that it shouldn't have been, but. Nothing today, as all of us have been on this planet, should shock us. It, it, it's just the way of the world. You, you say what you have to say, and this shall pass. A week from now, we won't even be talking about this. That's how fast shit be going on. This won't even cross our mind. Yeah, Angel, 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 Angel Reese. Yes. This won't um, even, we won't even be talking Caitlin about this Clark, a week from yeah. now. Mm -hmm. um, because somebody called, I guess the owner of Barstool called a, a you know, a thug or said she it, she was disgusting or something. Right, 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 right. And a lot of people are mad at that. You know, I think Gillian Wallow just did a video condemning that, saying that we don't stand with you know him doing that and stuff yes. like that. And but is see the it's it's just fifteen minutes of fame. It's going to be a topic that we'll discuss for the next seventy two hours, and then boom, it'll, it'll be something else. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. But Maybe something else. Did you, you watch the game? Yeah, I saw a little bit of it because I wanted to see if they could stop that white girl from shooting because I saw what she did the night before, <laughs> right? She, she did and that dirty. bitch was blazing, she boy. She did them dirty. Woo. Man, she was blazing. I said, who the fuck is it? I thought she was a dude because I ain't never seen a girl shoot that good before. She was cold. She was, was cold, brother. I was watching that shit like this. Wow. Wow is right. She. I would like to see her play in the NBA. That's how good that girl is. But all that Steph Curry shit was out the window when them. When them Thank you so much. And that's what. And I'm gonna keep it real because at first I'm like, damn, I, I, I made it. You know, I don't mean to make it racist. Like, but that's how it is when it comes to competition. A bunch of white girls. Yeah. But then when they went to LSU. Yes. Yeah, you was gonna have it. <laughs> and that's that's the reason why, even though we're professionals, deep down inside, we wanted to see could our race stop that woman 
and it's just the, and, and 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 we did. It's just a little. There's nothing wrong with a little friendly competition. You but, know? but why? But why is it okay for this guy, uh, David uh, Portnoy, whatever his name is, uh, yeah, to say classless, classless piece of shit about Angela Reese? But then when Caitlyn did it, yes. You know, well, you got you got to understand the, the the mindset of most white people, right? They feel they could say certain things and get away with it. Because they, everything about their DNA is alive. Because they are, pretty much most white people are a virus, right? And they've done so much harm to um, the black man and black woman that they totally feel is okay. And the only way that um, the white race could truly understand what they have done to the black community is that another virus would have to come here and destroy them the same way they try to destroy us. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, deep. I get deep, yo. That's deep. That's deep shit. Wow. So, like, they just think they could just save and do whatever they want. Yeah, and, and it's not that way. And that's how come you see the Republicans defending Donald Trump the way that they're doing. They, everybody that got common sense. I was about to ask you about Trump. Know that Donald Trump is guilty but yet, I was when I was coming down here today from Connecticut. I was saying to myself, "How could these grown men face their children and their grandparents and neighbors, knowing that the man is a liar?" And you on on TV <laughs> talk about, "Oh, it's, a, it's um, politically motivated. They after him." What's great to me is that you got a black prosecutor in New York bringing charges to Trump, and you got a black woman in Atlanta about to bring charges to Trump. And I think that's historic. I think that's what's phenomenal. And it, and it puts us now in the power seat on what they have done to us for so many years. And it's not a tick for tat and to anybody's listening. I'm not trying to be competitive. I just need, to, I think for white people to truly understand what's going on they need to have some things done to them. I think for people, white people to truly understand about the gun law, that I think most people in Congress have to have someone in their family shot by a random gun guy. Do you feel like Donald Trump was a better president than Biden? Hmm. Donald Trump could have been great, but Donald Trump has been a habitual liar his whole life a sociopath, a narcissist, that he truly believes that's the way to get over. But let's say you had to lie to become what you want to become. Because most men, they say fake it till you make it. Most young kids fake it till they make it. But if you're going to fake it till you make it, when you get there, the word that I'm using today is very simple, is that you have to evolve. You have to become a better person. See, when you reach the... The most, they're going to say the most powerful position in the world. Because when we was kids, they, when we was always say, I want to become president. Donald Trump became president and still was a habitual liar. He did great things. You know, executive order, get shit done. Like, he was doing it. Um, right before he left, he pardoned a lot of, you know, he, um, um, Michael, what's my, um, my man that ran death row, my man, um, dang, I can't think of my boy's name. What's my man? They said he was on the two with um, Harry O. Harry o. 
Yeah, he's good. Part of Harvey got Kodak Black out of jail. Part, like, he was doing some great things. He wasn't consistent. When he went down to Puerto Rico after the hurricane, instead of being president, the motherfucker was shooting pa- paper towels and shit to the people. You, that was crazy. No, it was nothing about that him was that was president. It was nothing about him presidential. That was crazy. When he hired people at his job, he ran the White House like a temp agency. Yo. You know how you on Monday, nigga. You you won't you won't you, won't, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't make it to the following week. Like you, so you on pins and needles at the job. This nigga was arguing with Fucci, a nigga the signed one of the best scientists of the country, and Trump was saying put Clorox in your arms that'll clean it right up. This is the president, yo. Oh, and then he had convinced people to attack the Capitol. I forgot all about that. The, the, he got the shit done though, right? <laughs> What shit did he get done? So he didn't get shit done. Oh, I'm asking you, what did he get I'm done? I'm asking you. Nah, I don't think, I think he caused confusion in this world and it's going to take a hundred something years to get back in order. Because here's so? what, oh, homie, listen, the China ain't fucking with us. Because of that nigga? It's the, it's the beginning of that nigga. Mm. We're not respected. We're considered, True. we're not considered men. We're not... America's not considered strong because of the LBGTQ, because of the policies that we have passed. The, 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 we're not considered strong because we don't protect our children. Mm. We have mass shootings. We don't protect the kids. We talk about how great America is. If we was really great, most of us should have no two languages. We should be intelligent when it comes to... Um, Finances, stock market. We should know about living trusts. We should know about LLCs. It should be mandatory that everybody in the country have an LLC, an EIN. But what America does is they play us against black and white. That's what they do. They'll let the Chinese come here and give them a grant, but won't let them open a business in a white neighborhood. So they put the Chinese in the black neighborhood to get the, the black dollar. But they won't give the same black people a loan to open up their own businesses and their own community. It's a cold world, bro. How do you feel how Biden is? I voted for Biden. <clears throat> Biden, to me, was just a pacifier because I had to make a choice. Each, either way, it was going to be a bad choice. If I voted for Trump, it was going to be bad. If I voted for Biden, it was going to be bad. Um, he was a Band-Aid over a sore. Mm. So we didn't let the, the wound heal. Right. It's still a wound there. You just put Got the Band-Aid. It. If you took it up, the, it snatched the scab right off. Yes, of course. So that's what Biden is. Did you think at all that he was going to do better? Did it cross your mind in the beginning or you knew that he was on some bullshit? I don't think he's on bullshit. I think people held him to his past when he was talking about black and white or whatever, when he didn't like black people or whatever he was saying. But he grew. You can grow, right? You can feel That's what change. I said. See, no matter what he said in the 70s, people grow as individuals and people don't look at it that way. When they was talking about Kamala Harris, like, oh, TK, why you like that bitch? You know, she put a lot of niggas in jail when she was um, governor or whatever for California. And this is what I told them. I said, 
they got caught. Nigga, the fuck you think? If you get caught, I'm supposed to let you go? <laughs> but that, that don't make no damn sense. Biden getting old. Biden look old and bad. He, he looks horrible, crazy. man. To, to watch him go to the podium or walk to the helicopter, he looked like a dead man walking. Like when he wears his suit, he looked casket ready. Falling down the stairs, all type of shit. He yeah, doing, it's sad, man. man. It's sad, you know. Because Trump and him are not that, they're not that far apart in the age, but Trump looks much healthier than yeah. Biden. Trump wasn't falling and shit, right? No, 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 he wasn't. Only thing, only thing Trump got about him is that, you know, he's, he's orangey. And I don't know if that's going to cause cancer as he gets older, because that orange complexion is very interesting. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. So, all right, so let's let, uh, <laughs> stop. Stop talking about Trump like that. I'm just saying. I don't I'm fucking him, but I, I feel like I want to learn more. You know what I mean? And, and I've been looking recently. I've been looking into it, and you know the comparisons of Trump and Biden. Of course, I know you know it's horrible what he did or what he had happened in January, mm-hmm. the time when they like, you can't do shit like that. Trump, be bugging. Yeah, but niggas, absolutely rushing the cap. And you know what they never talk about because it's white privilege again. That Trump's a murderer. If you and I sent somebody down to somewhere and somebody got hurt and that person died, nigga, we all got a murder case. Mm. We all got a murder case. That's a fact. They don't even bring that up, bro. Hmm. They don't. They do not bring that up. You, you, You don't even hear them talk about it no more. Let that have been a black president. He'd have been he would have been called the murderer if he had documents in his home, and he moved them. You know what they'd have called him a spy. Mm. He was selling that shit to motherfuckers. But they finally getting Biden on that now. On I mean not Biden Trump on the documents at his hotel. They found out other information. They got video of him actually, or somebody testified. So said that he actually looked through the documents and took what he wanted and moved after the fact that the guy, um, whatever agency was looking for, he actually moved it. So he has a lot of things that's going to come back and bite him on the ass. Now he's going to try to spin it and say it's politically attacking him, but it's not that. He actually did the things he was supposed to do, and it's coming back to bite him on the ass. Remember, I remember something about you, right? You know, and remember the, the whole watch situation. You talked about yeah. this shit a lot. So of let me explain to you about the watch situation. And I need people to understand that we're going to move on about it because it's a topic that's just been... Talked about too much. Too much. And it happened in 1982. Hmm. That's when it happened. 1982. And it's still talked about to this day. And, and I just want everybody to know. Why do you think we talk about it to this day? Because I just did Noriega drink champs and we talked about it. So I, I did it. I explained on that show about evolving as a man. Yeah. And I broke it down. And matter of fact, I'm going to leave that there now. And the reason why I have children and we all grow from certain situations and those type of things. And most of you, I don't even think, how old were you in 1982? I wasn't born yet. That's my point. Mm-hmm. See, 
That's my point. So I'm tired now that still following me to this day. I understand. You know, because it's a lot of things that people watch. A lot of, we don't know your past. We don't know what you did 10 years ago, right? True. You know, we don't know what he did, she did. Like, your past is a, is a, is a, is a secret. And, but if I had to judge you, I, I think you played with boys back then. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? You, you just look like the kind of dude. Me? Yeah, nigga, I'm talking to you. Nigga, if you don't get your African man bottle looking like out here, nigga, the fuck you talking about, nigga? I love you. Like I African man bottle, nigga. You know what he did? I just wanted to get him started. You know what African man bottle did, nigga? No, what'd he do? You hear what they accuse him of? No, Hassan no, no, Campbell no. said that he was he was dying him when he was younger. African man bottle was touching boys as a kid, man. Yo, you know what? I did hear oh, yeah, yeah, something like you. that. Yeah, yeah, God bless him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here. that's look. crazy, right? That shit, man, you look like that nigga. Yeah, it's okay, but everybody know my DNA. No matter, I don't know your DNA. That's okay, but somebody will question it. Somebody will check you in the in the, in the DNA. Check comment. African Bambada. No, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't got to even discuss that nigga. But I, my, if I offended you any kind of way, I was really just being facetious. You know, you know, but you know, African Bambada. But I'm gonna call African Bambada, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I hope that that's not your true DNA. Because now that I'm hearing it's coming out of my mouth, I did read that. Yeah, two men came out and accused Ben Bada of, of that's two men. That's crazy. And they say he was yo. doing that a lot of times. Now, this is all alleged, but they already said that they... And that's the thing about this world, Campbell right? And, uh, what's his name? name? Bump, uh, I forgot that guy name. And here's the thing about the world today. Once something comes out, it's, you're guilty. Let's take my man, um, Jonathan Majors, from Creed Three, the actor, mm. who took that movie to a whole nother level who probably had amazing deals lined up for him because of what happened with him and his girl of assault. They snatched his army commercial out. We don't know if they fucked up a deal that he was getting. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Men have to really walk a fine line in life. I hate to see men get so powerful and because of sex, they lose it. Right. Because if you smooth, let's say you are a cheater and you fucking around, pay the bitch. Get, they got sites now that you can you can pay for pussy. Back when I was growing up, it was no, no, man. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my, uh. Yeah, back in my day, we had you could drive down Harlem. There would be hoes on the corner. Remember, they had prostitutes on the corner. Mm -hmm. Now I, I ain't never had to do that because I've always I've always had the ability to pull a bitch. But to have niggas, you, see, 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 you guys too young to understand the nigga y'all got sitting here, you know? And I can understand. You lack confidence. Who? I, I love <laughs> you this nigga to sound like an owl. I'm just saying, don't throw it out there. Cause Ooh. Anyway, listen, all your bullets is missing, Ooh. nigga. All your bullets is missing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just I'm love. I'm like Neo. I'm Neo. I just love, I'm I just love getting the spark out of you. Easy to push. Because I want to make sure who you talking about. No, but I'm just, I just love. If it don't apply, then let it fly. Yeah, then, yeah, then, yeah. You the one reacting. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck you, who because you talking Because the Lord to? sent me here to talk to you. Every time I say something, <laughs> boom, you, you get, who the fuck you talking to? TK, nigga, the, you ain't talking to me. Um... But, so you say you was that nigga back in the day. You was getting them. Let's talk about it. Because you were talking all this. I didn't, you paid for pussy. You had to. You like No, 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 no. That's never been. I'm going to tell you how fly. You like when niggas give a pass. I'm going to tell you how, <laughs> I'm tell you how fly I am. I could call my high school coach. Mm. My high school coach said, what the fuck do you be saying 
to these women that like you so much. And here's the thing about being solid. See, I've been solid since day one. And see, most niggas running around here pretend to be something that they're not. And most niggas do pull a bad bitch at a young age. But most men, most men who pull most women, I would say 80 to 90% of the time are liars. They're a lying to be something that they really not. And because women get so caught up in words, if you have the ability to talk, you could pull a bitch because, and if you're a liar, it hurts that much more. Now, sometimes women have two or three kids with a nigga, knowing that the nigga is a liar. And then they find out, and then the shit is over. I say, I've always been real since day one, and as women grow older, they are attracted to a strong, solid man because so many niggas lie and make me look like a motherfucking hero. Hmm. And that's how. And you, and, you, and, you don't, and you don't talk about, you know, like, you don't talk about anybody you came across. You don't talk about shit like that when it comes to women. Say that one more time. You don't talk about, like, you're not a nigga that kiss and tell. No, 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 not at all. Uh-uh. Yeah, I can't do that. You like a shaft sidekick. You like with old, old reject niggas. Shaft, yeah, 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 yeah. But you never know. You at the ball, nigga. But you never but you never know. Shaft, Shaft could have been made after the type of nigga I was. Mm. Why you gotta talk like that, man? I'm just, I'm just. Don't put the box on the table, nigga. G chill, nigga. You gotta give it that. My mind's just sharp, no? G chill, G. I'm blocking. I'm blocking. You know, yeah. Let me shine. Yeah, let me shine, nigga. So, so, yeah. I respect that. You know, I've been piece of Charlie Murphy and all that situation. Yes, yes, yes. I respect. Yeah, and we're gonna move on. I think a lot of times. You know, people ask you the same questions. They want to have your story changed. You've talked about this shit a lot. I looked at it. You talked about this shit a lot of times. A lot of mm-hmm. times, yo. And it was old. You know, oh. And you grew. 1982. How many children do you have now? I have seven. Hmm. What's, what's wrong? What's the oldest? Say it one more time. How old is the oldest? Um, 35. 35. How old is the youngest? 15. So you still active a couple of years ago. I, I sling dick. So I'm a man. <laughs> Raw dick, too. Yeah, absolutely. You don't believe in condoms? I do believe in them. When? If I was fucking hoes. Hmm. So if you should meet a lady of the street. See, when you, no, 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 no. Remember what you ever said? If I was fucking hoes, I believe in condoms. If I'm fucking somebody I care about, I won't use a condom. What if, so you, you mean to tell me you ever met somebody and you fucked them the first time raw? No, I don't do that. Oh, so you, you strap up automatically? No, I don't fuck at all until I get to know you. Ooh, we got him. Mm. I see, I see your lines, and I see you get him. You know, that old school shit. I want to get to know you. Let me, no, no, no. Let me explain something to you because I, I could see this is above your, your pay grade. Uh, oh, really? So I'm gonna put you up on some <laughs> put game. Put me on some game. Let me put you on some game. See, as you get older, life is about character and substance of a woman. There's a word called sapiosexual that you get turned on mentally as you talk to a woman. <laughs> Calm down, because there's young men who are listening to me. Because that deep down in your side, you're born a hater. And that's how come you keep trying to interrupt. Because you're not allowing an OG to really speak his mind. And since I'm old enough to be your father, and I know your father raised you right. Get your shit off. To show respect to your elders. Get your shit off. Okay. So my point is, as you get older, it's about sapiosexual. It's not, you're not chasing the fat ass. You're not chasing the beauty of a girl. Unless you want to go to a party and make it look good. Baby spin around and shit. You know what I'm saying? But as you grow, 
it, it, it got to be a little deeper because I tell people all the time, I even say this in my stand-up, will the woman that you care about today, will, will she be the woman to wipe your ass when you get sick? Or will she put you in assistant living with a blanket mm. and forget about your ass and take your money out of your bank account and, and be gone? Mm. That's the, do you take the time to judge the woman who's going out to have your child? But most men, not in women, not knowing if she's a good mother, not knowing if can I can she take my kid to a baseball game or to pr- baseball practice, football practice because I'm working, or does she want to go to the party, or is she the kind of female that when she's in the room by herself she's twerking, but the baby's right there, my my son, my daughter watching her in the camera shaking her ass. These things are real. But <laughs> these things are real. <laughs> but see, but, but I love him because you just got a little hater in you. That's yeah, all. Let me say this. That was good. It's not about being good. It, it was great. I, I, I feel you. That's good. That's yes, good yes, yes. That, was, that was all jokes aside. That was good. Yes, really good. yes. You have mastered the art of understanding people and being able to get what you want because you mastered it. You understand and you grew to, yes, you, yes. you know, with wisdom and shit yes, like that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And you put things into perspective. Yes, you know what I mean? yes. But you ain't always think like that. No, absolutely not. So don't use your old school wisdom on me, nigga. No, no, trying no, no. to question my tactics. Well, here's the thing, because I am. I respect it. Yeah, but the here's mind. the thing: you it's want not. The mind fuck good. Okay, listen to me for a second, because I, I see. So you so used to see what you want to do. You you want to reply. I do. You don't want to comprehend. I want to do both. No, no, no. You can't. You got two ears. If you're talking, you can't listen. That's I, why you have to be quiet to obtain the knowledge. I spoke. When you no, but, but, talking, but right? what you're doing is you're, you're competing against a well-experienced person. But what I'm trying to explain to you, I know your mother and father raised you right. So no matter what you do here tonight, I'm talking about how you was raised, what's in your DNA. Now, and this is my point, right? It's about your character from this moment on. Regardless of what I say, what kind of character you have as a, as a I man? I have a shitty character. I, I'm and a I can tell that. I'm a manipulator. My job is to manipulate everything around me and everyone around okay, me. Okay, at least you're honest yeah, with yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Nigga. a fisherman can always see another fisherman from afar. <laughs> Damn, don't, do it. don't put the box on the table. Damn. Steve, take it off. Nah, it's there. It's there. It's too late. That was fine. <laughs> that was, that's really good. That's He's good. He's he is. Good. He is. He is good. I just try to see. Good. I just try to see if I can get him. I know. Him. I know. I know what you're doing. I think. I think that. I think that. All jokes aside, I think that the knowledge is key, and I think that what you're saying is right. I think a lot of times when we're younger, we do think like that, man. We, you know, who can get the best pussy? And my father told me this. My father said that. Same thing you said, man. He said that I want to put myself in a position when I get old that the person that I'm with is able to take care of me, you know, and 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 not leave me in a home or not doing that. Because he, he said, even he said, I love you boys, but you know, you're not gonna be able to, do, you know, with your so lives, true. you're not gonna be able to do what a woman Absolutely. who loves me genuinely right. and naturally does. Yep. My father had this conversation. Yeah, I didn't talk the shit to him like that. Yeah, I respected the shit, but I'm talking shit to you. Yes, I, yes. I definitely understand yep. what you're saying. So true, man. And and we, and we really gotta think that way. <clears throat> Because here's how old are you? I'm 35, about to be 36 this year. So you, I'm old enough to be your father. My son, my old son is your age. Yes, he is. So here's what I'm trying to say: in a blink of an eye, you'll be 60 something years old. That's my point. 
that's how fast it goes by. I got you. I got you. And you're basically saying that before that you you do anything, you make sure that this is the right person and characteristics and understanding. Yeah, because we moved yeah. differently when we were young. Like we had to go through child, trial and error. Now y'all got so much out there to make sure that you don't really make bad decisions. Are you married? I am. Yeah, so you got married too young. I got married at 21. Oh, yeah. 15 years. Oh. Yeah. And it might be a good woman, but here's the thing. Will you grow? Not in a bad way. See, some people grow, and one day you might look at her and may not see what you felt years ago. Mm. And that's what I mean. That's the risk that you take, right? Now, even though you might feel that way, most men bury that feeling to do the right thing as they say, oh, I got, she's the mother of my children, and I got to do right. We family. But deep down inside, you're truly, truly not happy because you, you, you settle too soon. True. I can see what you're saying. Um, with me, when I was broke, I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she used to, her tips. She worked at a, a, a fish house, RCL in Queens, and she would use her tips to fund whatever I wanted to do. Yes, but here's the trick to that, right? Yeah. All that's great. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it has to be right. You still can love someone. No, I understand. And go about your bit. But what we do as people, we do want loyalty. Of course. But in life, you have to be like, I love you, but I love myself more. See, when you go through life, it, eh, life is about tough fucking decisions. And when you lay down at night, I always tell people, when you lay down at night, are you happy? When you die one day, will you regret things? Will you regret something? See, if I die, a man told me one time, he wasn't afraid to die because he had lived. If I died, I could honestly say I, I lived my life. So, and, I, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. And, and how I look at it is that even if I did have an issue or, you know, I was at that stage or with regret, I would never disrespect her whether it's publicly or like that. No, 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 no. no totally no, 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 understand. No, 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 no yes. because of like, you know, like all the stuff that she did that she didn't have to do while I was still being who I was and it helped me be who I am today. Yes. Now, and that's the respect that she would yes. always get from me. Mm-hmm. And um, I would never come and display any, you know, misunderstanding. Totally respect that. Yep. Because when I didn't have it, she was there. Totally respect and, it. you know, now that I got it, you know, she's there. Yes. And that's how I want to keep it. And, and, the, I love and, and, and there's some relationships like that where the woman does make the man better. Mm. Right? And vice versa, the woman, the man makes the woman better. Like there's some women who was just wilding and met that right dude and nigga got her ass in check and she went on to be a very successful woman. You know what I mean? So when I when you people watch me and, and listen to me talk, it's not that my life is to influence you to think the way I think. What I want you guys to have is to hear what my man is saying, hear what your friends are saying, then do things on your own and make at least you have different choices to go by to make your decision. And that's what people need. 
do you have more than one way to think about the situation? That's what we need. Do you believe in the poly way of living? Explain. Well, poly is like uh, two wives, uh, two... Nah, I, uh, no disrespect. Hoes get on my nerves. I could never deal with that shit. <laughs> nah, fuck that shit. I, uh, no. It's great. So you believe in one man or one woman. You don't believe in having two wives and stuff like that. No, 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 don't. No respect. Okay. Mm -hmm. You a ill nigga. I fuck with you, man. I think that you, you, you the man. Um, I have a couple more questions and then you know we're going to wrap it up. Okay, know, thank you, family. You have to go. And stuff yes, like I that. do. Yes, yes, but I appreciate you sitting here. I, I, and I, yeah, you, you got my time. I think, I'm glad you appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so do you ever talk about... Uh, said you had a fight with another comedian. Do you talk about that or you pass that as well? I pass that because okay. I don't give that person shine. Got it. And I know who you're talking about. And it was a situation I really was going to kill him. Like with a weapon? Kill him or kill him? No, kill him. Like literally kill him. What, what makes you get into that mind frame? Because I'm, I'm, I used to be that nigga. But see, when you grow up, you have to... Give me an example. I'm blessed today because of my connection with the universe that you can make choices in life. I had a woman lie to me that I thought was detrimental. Two men I wanted to kill in my life. And I mean seriously. And um, one situation, Faison Love saved my life. Cause Faison was pulling the parking lot and I was going with my crew and we was about to blast these niggas. He put me in the car and drove me off. But I, I found in life, and this is what made me, I could sit here today and talk to you about choices. And I'll share the story and we're gonna get up out of here. Um, a woman had lied to me, it was a very serious lie, very serious situation. And I had this vision after a couple of days, maybe a month or so, that I saw myself in prison this is visual, daydream visual. And I walked into the jail and I was already in the jail looking out the window and I had my blanket, my mattress, and I turned around when the cell opened. I said, yo, why are you in here? And I told myself, cause a bitch lied to me. And I turned my head, I looked back out the window and I turned back around, looked at myself. I said, you gave up the life you had cause a bitch lied to you? My point that I'm making is just words. And people get caught up in emotions and do terrible things that will ruin their lives. And what I've learned from not hurting these two gentlemen as well, because I had a choice. And by me not doing that, the universe blessed me with the things I have. It blessed me to, to travel the world. And that's the difference some people don't have. And they need to hear men talk like this about choices. R real quick, is, uh, are you able to say what she lied to you about? Um, no, that's not a point, because I, I, you know, I buried it, but I just used the situation as a, uh, just well, a- But the other guy, they said you had a fault, they said you called him out his name, so why would you be that mad at him? Why would you be more mad at him? Than oh, now I don't know who you're talking about then. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 so you had a fight with uh, another comedian named uh, Scruncho. Yeah, no, I didn't call him out his name. That's that's a, that's a, oh, that's a lie. That's yeah, that's a lie. Gay. Yeah. TK called him gay or something. No, 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 no. no, no that's not what it was over. No, no, okay. definitely wasn't that. Uh-uh. Yeah, 
and I would like to talk about, but I, I can't give him no energy. I got you. Respect. Respect. Yeah, because even when he see, put it like this, I was going to press charges on him. Really? Yeah, because I was going to kill him. How you going to press charges on me? Listen to what I'm saying. I was going to kill him, and as a, uh, as a, as a man taxpayer, I decided to do something because I had to get back to him because I felt I left that situation um, untouched. Mm. So all the homies got on the phone because I had, I had, it was real. Because he didn't fight, he didn't fight me head up like a man. He, he, he snuck up on me, hit me across the neck with a pipe. What? Yeah, that's what that nigga did. What year was this? This is in 2014. Nigga hit you in the, in, the, in the neck with a pipe? With a pipe. Almost died. I had staples in my head. Nigga, why that? Did, did they say that? Didn't they say you know, I didn't Yeah, trust me. And, and we just going to, you know, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. So I was going to, I was looking for him to kill him. And my people got me and said, TK, so then I wanted to press charges. All we did, we was getting ready to go to trial. I didn't go to trial. So my man Sam, who works with Floyd Mayweather, um, and my people, we all on the phone, and and I hope you hear it because I just saw him a couple of weeks ago, and he said he wanted to talk to me. But what I wanted from him because I didn't press charges, he had to give me a fair one. I mean, he had to fight me head up like a man made the best man win. But on on the on the phone and everything, he said, "Nah, TK the big homie, I don't want to fight him." See, I wanted to fight him. See, because I gave a lot of niggas passes because. I had been in front of the judge and attorney so much that when you've been in, in front of the motherfucker as much as me, you do one wrong thing, they don't care about if someone's threatening you, they're going to lock your ass the fuck up. So I had always had it over my head. And since I was 21 to 42, what basically submitted me to the kind of man I am, I was on probation all those years in different states, Chicago, L.A., New York City. Because each city gave me a five-year probation. Like when I was going, it was three years. But after a certain amount of time, they tried to set you up the system. So they put you on five-year probation. So after a while, I was just, it, it, it taught me to be disciplined. So I couldn't go hurt these motherfuckers the way I wanted to hurt them. But it, it's bringing anger in me just a little bit because when I heard that, that's not how that went down. Oh, with that story and see that. that situation right there um but i'm glad you brought it up because I, I think about sitting here with you today what what i got planned for the rest of the week what i've been doing for 38 years i, I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world and um do i forgive that brother nope i don't forgive him you don't yeah earlier you told me about growing and growing yeah but I, yeah i'm growing enough to be mature enough to say no i ain't gonna i'm, I'm not gonna forgive that nigga that's my growth, because I was going to kill him. And I don't care if that's on tape. But if you was to fight him, one, not, not now, but if you, if you was to fight him one-on-one. One, no, if I saw him now, I still would talk to him, but in my heart, I wanted to kill him. And, you, and, and how bad was the situation? You said you almost died. Yeah, I almost died. That, so you can understand yeah, how sure. I, I feel. Got, I got it. I got it. Yeah, bro. that's why, you know, when I think with the pain that's coming from me is, is the death of who would have took care of my children the way I take care of my babies. Got it. See, I mean, my kids are close. And that's it, how serious it is to me. Got you. Got yeah, you. Yeah, that's how serious it is to me. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
damn, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read that. I apologize for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. family. Cause I, you know, I, I know how you know how situations could be and and how it could ruffle things and stuff. Yeah, I try to be a, a gentleman of honor and respect. I try to come off nice, but um, like you said, if you did your if you did your true homework about T.K. Kirkland, you really you would really find out the kind of nigga I really was. No, I got I got it here. I, yeah. I just like the, I just like I, I play devil's advocate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah you know yeah, I, 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 I roll with some of the coders from Haitian I Jack to yeah, I Frankie B and. Oh my! Like with Tupac and them. Oh, the, yeah, the, I, I moved. I was a different nigga. I swear to God. But to be um, sixty something nigga, sixty something, sixty two, bench pressing two motherfucker fifty. Say your birthday. Walking twenty miles a week. He knows I ain't say run, <laughs> but I walk twenty miles a week, and I'm happy. Got you. And you know, and I'm healthy. Got you. And I'm rich. Well, I'm done, G. <laughs> now we got we got to break him out. I know you got you got an early uh, morning tomorrow. You want to talk about tomorrow? What's going on tomorrow? Yeah, morning? ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check me out on the Angela E Show, hosting it with her for the next two days. I'm gonna be in Harlem um, this weekend. Um, make sure y'all come through. I ain't been haven't did a show in Harlem maybe almost twenty years. Mm. So we are looking forward to. I've done Queens and Brooklyn, Jersey, but Harlem and and all my people up in Harlem know know T K Kirk because my one of my best partners he's deceased now Eric Von Zip we was some of the tightest crew um, coming through Harlem um, back in the day and God bless Zip I think I still to this day one of the flyest niggas that ever walked the street of Harlem that's a fact mm. you know but. Um, Comedy in Harlem, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to the website. Tickets are selling out. They already called me already. Actually, could I stay another day to do it? They, they're about to add two more shows. So, and matter of fact, y'all my guests. I'll make sure y'all give your tickets, you know, and come to the show so you could see what a nigga talk about. <laughs> you, gonna diss, you gonna diss me? No, 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 no. I don't have time to <laughs> talk I, about I, you. I just, I'll go on stage to take care of business. I make sure because you don't mm. want you know what I'm saying? You, you still really think you that dude. <laughs> I, I, you know I am. You fuck with me. You yeah, fuck with me, yeah, you, 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 you can't shatter my confidence, nigga. I know who you no, are. No, 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 no. That's not the kind of man. That's not the kind of man I am. If you, if you was, a, <laughs> if you was at one of my shows and you was clowning, I, I, I would never do that though. That's just, I heard that's considered disrespectful. I love you already. We I ain't got no I, more to say. Yeah, what, yeah, you saying that. that right there? So, because this weekend I was in um, Hartford, Connecticut, nigga. I could tell he was drinking, and I told him that um, he had a female trait. I said, nigga, men don't move the way you yeah, move when you out. When you got a woman with you, nigga, you supposed to sip, laugh, nigga, go home, snuggle, fuck. That's what you're supposed to do. You out here acting like a motherfucking bitch, yo, and I had to clown him. Then one of my shows, I talk about having money. Some nigga, the next night, he was screaming, that nigga, what the fuck you got? But my show is the type of show to make a weak nigga bow down to a real nigga. You feel me? So mm -hmm. I bought the bitch out of him. You know, then all the other niggas was co-signing. Because I told him he was in prison, they'd have killed him. Because it's just certain rules of life. You just don't scream out and disrespect certain people. That oh, I was clowning, dog. I was clowning. Yeah, I, I, I would never do this. I, I respect the, um, the game, you know. And when I talked to my, you know, certain things, I was raised by different ones, man. Yes, you know yes, man? yes. Webber Nitty, my Uncle Eric B., everybody that I've watched these guys have honor with them. That's right. And, 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 and you know, I, I know. Not like if we buy ourselves cricket jokes, we yes. not not when you're working. That's right. crazy. 
Yes, yeah, crazy. You know, the queen flip disrespect. That's how, what I'm, how I'm gonna look like. Yes, yes. Disrespecting your job or something. You got to work. You got to provide for your family. Exactly. Interrupt you to crack a joke because we talked about it on the show. No. Right, right. So, no, so. That right there. Your points just went up with me. I think it's, but I've always told you solid. The thing with me that I like about you is your personality, and even though you're really not one of the most attractive niggas around. But your confidence is so good, that's how you pull the girl. Even the other bitches that fuck with you, you might check them because you got a wife at home. But they don't fuck with you because you smooth. You just, you cuttable. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're a snuggable type of nigga. Yeah, you got to grow yeah. your beard out. It's time. Like, you too, no, 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 no. I don't want to do it. No. Believe it or not, it can't grow. <laughs> we know why. This nigga. is it. You got alopecia on your shit. No, nigga. no, 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 no. Yeah, no. nigga. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not well, yet. that note, give, give everybody social media so they can, they can follow you and all that, man. Give, give everybody social media, your pages and everything. Oh, yeah. T- um, TK underscore Kirkland. K I R K L A N D, ladies and gentlemen. And flip the script. Listen to me from Queens. You know, I used to open up for these young men called the um, Lex Coose Pimas and the Bins. Oh. Mr. Cheeks in them. Lost Boys. Cheeks in them, and my niggas too. Shout out to Mr. That's Cheeks. how far I go back. Damn. LL Cool J. I used mm-hmm. to open up for LL Cool J. That's my but guy. Matter of fact, um, me, LL Cool J, Mike Tyson, we all was in um, Rolling Stone um, a few years ago. Not a few years ago, this is decades ago when he was um, LL coming out of Queens. And mm-hmm. then my other nigga, um, 50 Cent. You know, if you ever get a chance to watch the Window Shopper video, mm-hmm. I'm the star Window Shopper. Facts. That's that's TK. That's how far I go back. Yeah, I heard that. Um, you know, you knew Fifty for a long time. And that's my man. They said that you know he saw you and then he got you some show. You was in the show with some stuff. Yeah, like what that. happened? Fifty was the opening act for the Rough Riders tour and got shot. He didn't make the whole tour. But anybody that I met, I always treated them with um, respect and class, and people just. Um, Remembered me. And normally all the security people, all shows from R. Kelly, um, Jay-Z tours, it's usually the same security people. Now 50 is, I'm not known if I really knew 50, but he remembered me. My kids wanted to see Eminem and 50 in Detroit. I took them to the show. I'm trying to walk backstage. I'm T.K. Kirkland. But the security niggas hated on me. They act like they didn't know who I was. They're like, yo, wait right here. We're going to try to look out for you. And I noticed I kept getting pushed back like a fan. So I'm still waiting for an opportunity. This bus comes about maybe 45 minutes later with a security escort. About 50, 60 niggas get off the bus. And this nigga looked at me, and it was 50 Cent. And that nigga said, because I didn't know I knew him. That nigga said, Teak to the motherfucking K, you coming in? Like a bitch, nigga. I said, these niggas fucking with me. My kids is over there. <laughs> Took off running. They'll go get my boys. 50 walked me in backstage right past them niggas, yo. Eminem, 50 Cent. They took a picture with my kids and shit. That's fine. And then a couple weeks later, 50 is in <clears throat> Monaco, Spain. He calls me and said, look, TK, you my nigga. I'm about to do this window shopper video. We're going to fly you into London and get you on the private plane and fly you to Monaco, Spain. Got there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I was on the set at 10 a.m. They worked me three days straight, paid me handsomely. 
And I tell people that story to this day because I never got a chance to really enjoy Monaco because that nigga put me right back on the motherfucking plane when it was done <laughs> and got my ass out of there because he had to go continue his tours. But yeah, shout out to shout motherfucker Fifth Queens. Right. Well, appreciate you, man. Once again, happy, you know, enjoy your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, appreciate you, you coming family. out for your birthday. I'm still doing the show. Flip the script. And y'all make sure y'all listen to my podcast called the TK Kirkland Show. Yes, sir. It's off the chain. I talk about, you know, shit like this and getting niggas game and, and the females too, especially you, you young <laughs> niggas, you know, with Air Force Air Jordans. Oh, my shit. God. Yo, dope episode, man. Make sure I follow the pages at DJG Money Official, at Queens Flip with a Z. You gotta get this nigga. He at right Flip now. the Script Pod. This box, invisible the, box, is some <laughs> ill shit. He didn't give it to you. Get him. This oh, no, no, no. He's a nice guy. He's this a nice is nigga, guy. man. He violated. <laughs> no, he's a he nice ended guy. Ended the show without giving you the. The, 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 show, the, the show ain't over yet. This is nigga, son. No, 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 no. That's not the way. What? It goes. Because I don't work for you. You mean you telling me to do something? I can't do that. <laughs> Shut your ass up now. <laughs> I'm gonna get you again. See, see, there you go again. <laughs> I don't want to. You keep fucking with me. Why, man. What, what? What? Chill out. I'm. I'm just saying. Are I'm you a diabetic? <laughs> oh no. I'm not. Okay. I just want to know. Are you? No, I'm just. I'm looking at your weight. I'm just making yeah, sure you're yeah, not yeah, diabetic. I'm him, I'm him though. Yeah. Okay. What about it? What about I like the sweatsuit. Who is it? Don't worry about it. Sponsorship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want one. I want to how you can send me one. Oh, I can send you one. Okay. All right. No, I'm for real. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I like you that got, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got PK in it. You know, rich niggas. You know about that. So the, 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 the it, um it don't the lint don't come off on your clothes on the inside. Nah. Yeah. See, that's when it's real. All right. Stop playing. Watch yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at you. I see you got a little swag. It's alright. Yeah, I'm for 35 years old. <laughs> you just got your credit, good nigga. Don't be over here huh? with me, <laughs> nigga. I know your lifestyle. <laughs> you just got your credit good. How you know that? Because <laughs> you're 35. <laughs> I just thought of fixing my shit right. <laughs> yeah, you just got it together. So what? It's, you got it done. You evolved. I did. Thank you. That's thank it. You. That's that's what life's about. Thank you. Man. You don't need a co-signer for Apple phone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do it because he says he's, you know, he's doing shots. I can't do it right now because he's. Yeah. Don't do it. That's because he's shooting at my friend. I can't I do get, that. Right. But yeah, shout out to um. <laughs> Dude, chill, chill. He don't deserve it. I just wanted, to, I wanted him to dish you. I thought he would dish you, but he ain't listening to me. He dished me earlier. He said your show is like you can't run. Yeah, and I, I, I was checking online for the times and all that. I see some overtime four hundred, like forty five, forty. Yeah, it's, I guess it's possible. I didn't he's, thought it was. It's a little fast. So I, I but I don't real quick. I don't want to leave. I don't understand that. Is it seconds? Or yeah, seconds. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying. That's kind of old. Running around the whole. I, thing? I don't believe what he did, but that's kind of it's, yeah. Yes. You run around the whole thing in 46 seconds. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's 400. I don't think you heard what I said. I won the Melrose Games at Madison Square Garden when I was 17 years old. I heard that earlier, but we don't believe. But you don't understand what track is, then you don't. Mel, the Melrose Games is one of the biggest track meets in the world. Mm. In the world. In the world, Craig. Yes. <laughs> that's what you. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. So it's going over your head. What I accomplished, Madison Square Garden. So maybe, he, maybe he is. It might be. <clears throat> And I'm, I'm gonna tell you who was there that night, Bill Cosby. Because you know, Bill Cosby used to run track for Temple. Mm. And I was so confident that night 
that everybody was asking for his autograph. I was so cocky. I said, that nigga need to ask me for my motherfucking autograph. That's how I felt that day. Mm. That's how good I was. But you ain't get the autograph for the bitch with Nah, fuck that nigga. It's fuck Bill Cosby? Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Why? Oh, that's, not not literally. I'm oh. just saying that that day as a kid, I didn't oh. care about oh. Bill. I felt like I was that dude. Did you, did you, when you see all that shit that he went through, did you? Oh, you... I, I pray for any man when they're going through pain that they get through their situation. Because I've been there, you know. I've been in front of judges. I understand it's a hurt feeling, yo. And, you know, gotcha. the thing I wish for people in life is peace of mind. Chill out. Right. Peace of mind. That's the greatest gift I can wish on anybody is if you can get peace of mind. Thank you for ending it on a positive note. Thank you, sir. And I wish you the best, my man. I appreciate that. Yes, man. sir. Yep, I do. And your staff and everybody. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yep. that. That, that was it. nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He's thinking nice enough to... Yeah, hey, Javon G. Oh, he cool, man. Yeah, he, he cool. is cool. All right, give it to him. He, he, he deserves it. He cool. All right, yeah, round of applause for my cool, man, T.K. Kirkland, man. <laughs> he gave him the he cool. Thank you. I, I thought you were going to give it to him. We got to start getting some, like, little... Like, Actually, like, like a little trophy or something. Like actually, he cool man. Like oh, he and hand it to them. Yeah, you gotta get something. We gotta look Y'all hilarious. He deserves. Hold on, hold on, let me sign out, nigga. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a senior citizen. I'm going to bed, yeah, nigga. Queen Flip, man. Listen, <laughs> shout out to you, Kirkland. I love this episode, man. Facts. Um, um, legend, I appreciate him. Um, remember, lock your doors, close your window, close your blinds, open your blinds. And if you see a nigga like TK on your lawn, put it away. He don't mean no harm, but hold it. Because if you don't shoot him, he'll shoot you first. And he may not aim for your arm. If you see me on your lawn, I'm coming here to buy the property. <laughs> I'm from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>